Welcome to Unstoppable Real Hospitality. Your host, Arjun Selam. Today, we're going to interview a pastry chef, Paige de Felicia. She owns Devil's Divine Pastry and Dessert Shop. Uh, hi, Paige. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? All right. So, please uh, introduce yourself. You know, tell us something about you, you know, your background, you know, how you started in this business. Yeah, it's a, it's a very... It's a long and winding story, but I'll try to condense. I was a school teacher for many years, close to 20 years. I had always had an interest in food. All through college, I worked in restaurants, waiting tables, bartending. Uh, and while I wasn't teaching, uh, I had always worked in a restaurant. Like I said, waiting tables. I was always around food. And I've always been very interested in food. Um, after I had been teaching for quite a while, uh, as simply a diversion, I decided I, I wanted to go to culinary school, uh, really just for fun. Yes. Because I had always had an interest in cooking. However, I didn't even eat sugar. I never baked. I never, I never ate sugar. I had to give it up for health reasons uh, a long time ago. Um, so I started going to culinary school really because I was interested in the science of cooking. I just simply wanted to know how to be a better cook. I wanted to understand more than how to simply follow a recipe. I wanted to know the science uh, that was involved. <clears throat> so really, I started going to culinary school part-time. Like I said, just for fun as I was teaching. Mm -hmm. However... With the program that I had enrolled in, you had to take at least one introduction into baking and pastry course. Okay. So after I had been exposed to that, mm -hmm. A, I fell in love with sugar again. I wow. rediscovered sugar again, right, because that, that really wasn't part of the plan at all. But also I think because... Because I was an art teacher for the better part of 20 years, and I had also worked as an artist when I wasn't teaching, I was really drawn to the aesthetic of baking and pastry. And kind of works together. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Yes. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And, and it, was, it was unexpected that I would discover that and be drawn yeah, to that yes. aspect. And just even though I understand that you can make a beautiful pot roast and you can make a, a, a beautiful pot of chili and there's, there's beautiful, there's, you know, beautiful other savory dishes. Like I said, I felt that I discovered with baking and pastry that you could find, I saw the combination of, you know, taste, but textures and, and colors and flavors. And like I said, I think I was, I was drawn to more of that and that I saw each confection, mm -hmm. each piece of pastry as a, as a little, as a time, as a little work of art. And I was always very drawn to the presentation. And uh, so I and really, also taste. Well, well that's yes, it. Yes, and yes, it was, yes. it was, you know, to be able to successfully combine yes. all of those things. So that really drew me to decide to veer from, mm -hmm. Uh, becoming involved in the culinary side and going more towards and concentrating in the baking and pastry Absolutely. aspect. Yep. And I decided to focus on that. 
And when, you do, uh, uh, when did you decide to open your own place? How, how that idea came up? That was also completely unexpected and unplanned. When I started going to culinary school, I had no intention of leaving teaching. I had no intention of starting a business. Well, a, that's a great job. Being a teacher, you have all the benefits, you know, your applications, and uh, moving to, uh, to uh, that business, you know, the pastry industry, it's totally different. Longer <laughs> hours, you know, not all the benefits you expected, you know. But the love, you know, the passion, you know, just made that, you know, change. Yeah, that, uh, was, that was definitely part yes, of it. Yes. Because, yes, there was a tremendous amount of security and consistency and, um, like I said, security to being a school teacher. Yes. And I did love it. I loved, loved, loved being an art teacher. Um, however, after 20 years of, of teaching, and I was still relatively young. Okay, excellent. And... I didn't have I didn't have too many responsibilities that would have prevented me from making this sudden and, and severe That's a career change. Yes. Right. If I had if my situation was different mm -hmm. at the time, yes. I would not have left teaching. I would okay. not have attempted to. So open my you business. probably would just do it as a hobby, but I not would have as continued. a Absolutely. career. Yes. I would have just continued to do it as a hobby. Yes. I think. But I, I thought at the time, because I really, truly enjoyed it, um, and I thought this was such a great way to combine everything from my past career yes. and everything new that I had discovered. Mm -hmm. And once again, like I said, because I felt I still was relatively, I was in a position where I could give it a shot. Yes. I did. I decided that I was going to resign from teaching. And I was going to not open my business, but simply pursue a career in culinary. I didn't wow. intend on opening wow. my own business at, at all. At, at all. all. At all. And did, I had, you, did you start to work for somebody yeah. first? Mm -hmm. yeah. And what did you start? I had a very, very nebulous plan mm -hmm. when I decided to leave teaching. Yes. The only plan that I had in place was that I was going to continue culinary school. Mm -hmm. I was going to perhaps work another part-time job while I was still going to school so I could pay my bills and take care so, of myself. Yes, yes. And then what I had told myself was, I'm going to see what opportunities will be there for me when I graduate culinary. And I was going to give myself five years. I told plan. myself, I figured, I thought that that was a fair amount of mm -hmm. time if you're going to pursue another career. Um, well, you have to become the best. If you want to be on your own business, you have to know the business enough from A to Z. Right. It's very important. And, and I thought to, to, I thought that was a fair amount of time because it was such a drastic change. But I said, I have to at least give this a shot because I really, I knew that I really wanted to do it. Once again, everything unplanned because once I left teaching, I was simply looking for a part-time job, not in the industry yes, not yes, yes. at all. I thought I'll go fold sweaters at the Gap part-time or something like that, really, just while I was going to school because I was going to school three nights a week. Okay. Um, and I started looking around at assistant pastry chef jobs. Yes. 
It's very hard to mm -hmm. find a job, especially in the restaurant industry. Mm -hmm. A lot of restaurants, they don't have pastry chefs, mm -hmm. which uh, pastry chef is very important in the restaurant business. But a lot of owners don't get that too seriously. And that's why it's so hard for the new pastry graduates to get a job. Mm -hmm. So it's all different ways you can call, uh, promote yourself, mm -hmm. open your own place or work part-time for somebody. Uh, and et cetera, et cetera. So tell us your experience. That, and that was completely unexpected because I didn't, I was still going to school and I knew in my mind, I thought there is no way I'm going to get a job in the business, but mm -hmm. let me just look around and yes. let me see what's out there. Mm -hmm. Let me just see what's, you know, what types of positions are available. Yes. So for when I did graduate mm -hmm. and really just for the, just as a goof, just as a, Yes. A lark. Yes. I put together a resume and I started applying to places that I saw were looking for assistant pastry chef. Mm -hmm. Never ever thinking I would get an interview. Never thinking that anything like that would happen. And I did. I got interviews and I did trials in kitchens while I was still going to school. And I was petrified and I was really just overwhelmed. I never thought. But I made it clear in all of my cover letters that I was still going to school. I made it clear, look, these are the skills that I have so far, yes. but I'm still attending school. Um, but I also tried to take the skills that I had gained through teaching and working in food and beverage yes. uh, in all of those other years. And I tried to sort of convey how those skills would apply for an assistant pastry chef position, and I, uh, I was, I got a job as assistant wow. pastry chef in a restaurant while I was still going to school, and I was beyond. I was thrilled. However, yes, tell us, please. <laughs> it was supposed to just be part time. Uh -huh. They were looking for somebody just two or three days a week, mm -hmm. which I thought was great. The pay was awful. Well, first of all, you know. When you have no experience, I mean, you have some experience, but not the real experience. Mm -hmm. It's uh, definitely not going to get paid. Mm -hmm. When you show that you are good, that's when you pay. Right. It gets increased. But anyway, please. The, um, oh. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, but I thought, you know, it was, first of all, it was in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I was going to have a restaurant already on my resume. Yes. It was part-time, which I thought would still afford me. Mm -hmm. I could still find another part-time job yes, and sir. still go to school at night because I still had to pay my bills. I love your dedication. Oh, thanks. Yes. Uh, and I and really, what I thought was the knowledge and experience I'm going to gain while still in school. Cool. I thought, well, this is this is a great opportunity. And had it not been for the executive chef who really pushed for me to get the position, actually fought with the owner. <laughs> Which I well, was really very. See, I guess chef, he knows that pastry chef is so important for I this guess. business. I you know, and I was so impressed that he sort of went to bat for me because the owner had God did not him. did not want to hire me at all because he said you have no ex you don't have restaurant experience. You're not. You're still going to school. I'm not going to pay my executive chef to train to teach you. Yes. But the executive chef, after I trialed in the kitchen yes. for a little bit, and the owner made a deal with me and said, well. You come and work for two weeks. You intern for two weeks. And at the end of two weeks, I'll decide if I want to hire Pick you or not, which was basically come in for two weeks, work you for nothing. You took the chance. 
So I did. Um, and then they hired me. And like I said, pay was awful, but the part that was supposed to be just a part-time position and it quickly went to six days a week. Wow. So now I was working six days a week for below minimum wage yeah. and, and still going to school. And I had to make a decision whether to ditch this job mm-hmm. because it was for such little pay. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. it was six days a week. I had well, you no got a lot of experience. Did you got a lot of experience? Well, that was it. Exactly. Yes. And that's when I mean. That's very important. It, well, you know, you know and yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. So I had to weigh it. And I felt at the time the experience that I was going to gain working six days a week under a really awesome, awesome executive pastry chef, Roberto Ikuma was the guy that I work with. I'm still in touch with him now. He's now one of the, he's executive pastry chef at uh, 21, in, at the 21 uh, club oh. in uh, New York City. Yes. Very excellent, club. excellent. Yes. Very uh, old restaurant. For me. You know, it has a, his own, uh, own history. And he's, he's really the, one of the best. Mm-hmm. So I thought what I'm going to gain in experience mm-hmm. working here outweighs the off. The awful yes, pay, of course. The, the, the the hours. That's, a, that's and still going to exactly. school. So valuable. So I so I made that so mm-hmm. I made that decision, yes. and I'm glad that I did because mm-hmm. after working with him for a while, he went back to working with New York City, and mm-hmm. uh, he came to me and said. I'm going to, uh, I, I have to leave. I'm going to go back. A restaurant had sort of headhunted him. Yes, 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 yes. He was very friendly with uh, Adam Ross, who was a executive chef um, for the Stadium Grill. David Burke uh, designed the menu for the Stadium Grill at the mm-hmm. time. Anyway, they had hunted Roberto to, to the pastry chef at that restaurant Roberto in turn came to me and said look I have to put a team together to work in Manhattan why don't you come with me and I was floored that I was still once again I'm still going to school yes 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 yes. and he came to me and said let's go work in Manhattan and I said to him I remember saying to him you mean to tell me that what you're going to need in your kitchen as part of your team you're saying that you think i can do it and he said absolutely let's go he said it'll be nuts he said it'll be great let's let's go let's go work in manhattan i, I love that guy that's and amazing wow. really and once again it was because of him yes. so then i thought okay now i'm going to have two restaurants on my resume and i haven't even graduated culinary school yet so once again it wasn't great pay. It was now commuting into New York City every day. I'm still going to school three nights a week. But you still was, te- you were still teaching. No, at no, time? now okay. I'm going to school. Yeah, yeah I had Hundred percent focused on this. Uh, but still, now it business, was yeah. working full time in New York City yes, and yes. going to school, school yes. three nights a week. Yes, correct. And the commute and the pay. Yes, you know, it takes a toll. And once again, it was well the experience I'm yes. going to gain. Yes, is yes, 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 yes. So. And then from there, mm-hmm. I worked in Manhattan for a, a brief time. It does take a toll on you. And if you're well, not making a lot of money. A yes. Well, that's a, it's a combination of both. Yeah. Know? But once again, great experience. Got to still work that's with so Roberto. Yes. Um, great executive chefs at that. At you the, have to sacrifice to become somebody. It's that's, the that's That's the, you know, the whole idea. Mm-hmm. So when did you uh, open your own place? Then um, after 
after leaving Manhattan mm -hmm. and I got hired as an uh, executive pastry chef for a bakery in Montvale. Okay. I, I needed to come back to New Jersey yes, to commute yes. into Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just wasn't working out yes. financially. Yes, yes, very, yes. very expensive. And, and I felt I had gone as far as I was going to go at that restaurant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there was no... There was no room for advancement. Yes, because you didn't finish the school yet. And and then I had yes. I had graduated. Oh, you graduated. And then I and then I worked in a bakery in Montvale, which yes. was a great experience. Got a lot of experience and knowledge there. And then I lost my job abruptly. The place had to cut their staff. Eventually, they went out of business, and I lost okay. my job okay. abruptly. And for the first time in. 20 something years I was unemployed and it was devastating. Did that motivate you to do something? That was it. I, I thought, well, what am I going to do now? And I thought, well, I'll just start my own business. What Great. am I going to do now? You're unstoppable. You want to do something it. with well, your life. Well, you know. So you, you left your teaching job. Now you decide to, to go to, uh, through this path. And so you have to do something. So, how you start? I, I, like I said, I was devastated. I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to do, and I thought, well. How long took you to, to come up with the, the idea of opening? The place? I lost the jo I lost my job uh, at the bakery in July, mm -hmm. and I started the business. I started the process in August. August twelfth. Oh, that was a uh, quick decision. August September, mm -hmm. and then I started. Um, I started doing the things that Applying I had to equipment, do. Equipment, having a business plan. You know, really, you know. it was it was the marketing aspect of it okay. because I. Uh, what, what year was that? Do you remember what that year was, was that? That was in 2012. Uh, okay, and you had the social media at that time, kind of, but not that strong. It, it wasn't nearly what it is mm -hmm. now. No. Yes, yes. It, social media has exploded. Okay. At the time, now 2012, social media really wasn't. Yes. People had MySpace, I think. Maybe. Correct. That was about Correct. it. Yes, there was yes, no yes, Instagram. Yes. There was no, no Twitter. No. There wasn't anything like yes. that. But I knew that if you were going to be a business, you had to have, at least have a website. Okay. A video website. I bought the domain. I created a website. Um, I I had business cards made up. I mean, I had nothing. I had nothing in a portfolio really to show. Yes. But did you have your kitchen ready? I didn't have a kitchen. Nothing. I was doing. I started doing everything out of my house. Okay. Which, you know. It's okay. You're not supposed you to. Get, a lot, <laughs> lot of people did. that started their business in their garage, but you know, exactly. figure stuff from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yes, it yes. because. Uh, Every yeah. beginning is hard, you know. You have to start from somewhere. So I you had a goal, you know, to I have your own uh, place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you opened your place. I opened. I started the business, and I kind of you know you fake it until you make it. And I mm -hmm. had the website and the business cards, and I had photos of things I had done in in the other restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, I had done for friends and family one or two That's events. You, you know. Yeah. Baby showers, yes. bridal showers, where I had done buffets of okay. desserts and everything. So I took all of those photos. Excellent. I used everything. And I just made it look like I'm ridiculously busy all the time. Look okay. at all this amazing stuff that and I do. When, and when did the business start growing? I think a couple months, no. a year. Yeah, it was quite a while. Of course. You know, yeah. it, it yeah. was just bits and pieces. Because you're learning, you said you're yeah. learning from your own mistakes. Uh, oh, you yes. you decided to stay. If yeah, if you if if not for my family, my friends and family yes. encouraging me, I don't know 
And how long you you were in in the business when before you lost your kitchen? Because you had an accident in your kitchen. Right, that's right. I um, worked for lots of other people, and I was actually bartering kitchen time for mm -hmm. another company that I was working for because I didn't have my own kitchen. Yes, yes, yes. And I was working for other caterers and mm -hmm. baked goods companies. Yes. So for a while, I bartered with one of the companies that I was working uh, for use of their kitchen and for storage and everything in their kitchen. Yes. And then uh, in 20... 14, maybe 2014, 2015, I took over a kitchen in Little Ferry. Okay. And then I, that was when I made the leap to not work any other jobs in yes. addition to building my business because you, I came to realize that you have to yes, jump yes, in yes, both yes, feet yes, yes. and eliminate everything else and simply dedicate dedicate yes. all of your time and energy rather than trying to work other small jobs to support yourself yes. and build a business. You just you couldn't do it. You just can't do it. And exactly. uh, so around 2015, yes. I took over my own kitchen and, mm -hmm. and decided to make that full time. And that was it. And then in the that winter, mm -hmm. unfortunately, I lost the kitchen abruptly. Um, it's an accident. It happens. Yeah. You know, it's uh, devastating for you, it I believe. Was tremendously because devastating. Because you put so much time, hard work, it and dedication. It yeah. That's very hard. Yeah. Okay, so what you do did between relaunching your business? I completely you, you, you know, shut down. Yeah, shut well, down. Yeah, yes, I did. Even my family was wondering. Uh, did you have uh, their support? Did oh, they believe 100%, on you? 100%. Because they all kept saying, when are you going to get, when are you going to, get back up and, and meanwhile you start teaching it, yeah in the middle i was okay. in the middle i was teaching culinary yeah and where, so where did you teach that was in uh in north bergen hudson county technical schools okay i saw the opportunity to mm -hmm. teach culinary okay. and although i had never taught culinary before okay. i had taught for so many years okay. and i felt i had a decent amount of culinary experience Yes. So I thought, well, this is a good opportunity in the mm -hmm. interim while I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do next yes, yes. with my with my business, with my career. Exactly. So you changed big time. It, yeah. yes, and I was kind of at a, at a crossroads thinking, well, I had this mm -hmm. business and I just lost it. What kind of experience you had at uh, that uh, call, uh, technical school? I mean, the, the school you, you're teaching, uh, the new... Like cooks or pastry chefs? It was a combination of mm -hmm. people. This was adults, first of adults, all. Okay. For a while, I taught uh, the teenagers there as well, the, the high school students there mm -hmm. as well. But the program was geared towards people who um, had an interest in culinary. Okay. But this, the, the goal, the main goal of the course was to prepare people for entrance into the workforce in, in food and beverage. Yes. So, you really had to give the entire scope of, you know, food safety and sanitation practices in addition to skills, kitchen yes. skills, basic kitchen skills, and then pastry skills. 
to prepare them to take not an entry level position yes. in a bake shop or yes. in culinary yes. or then maybe a little bit but then a little bit more and thankfully i got you know a couple of my students went on to work uh, for a couple of nice establishments in new jersey it's uh, so important you know to start uh, in this business when you're young because the long hours you know uh, it, it takes a toll uh, when you're young you have so much energy mm -hmm. and you can do that so that uh, uh, when you make that decision because you're all in, you know, so you can become somebody in your life, you know, mm -hmm. besides pastry chef or pastry shop owner or a restaurant owner. You know, it gives a lot of opportunities, especially when you're young, you yep. make the decision. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard because you, you start a little late, but you still, you didn't give up. Oh, right. Yeah, I started way late. Still, you didn't give up. I started way late, way, so, too, way too old. Mm -hmm. Then you, you uh, between besides teaching, you did some bartending, yep. some uh, waitressing, mm -hmm. you know, and that also give you the high color, like a clear mind where you want to be. Sure. Yes. Sure. You still decide your passions, you know, pastries, yeah, you know, baking. Mm -hmm. So you start. So when did you start your real? You relaunch your business again. I was able to relaunch. Um, I I really did not. I really didn't think I was going to start the business ever Did somebody again. push you, inspire you, yeah. besides yourself? Well, because yeah, I was working for Lori. Yes. I was working for Lori Ionone. She has a, a place, she has a great bake shop in Garfields called We Need to Go. Okay. And I know her very well. and She is an amazing, amazing woman. She's you know? a workhorse. Yes. She is a, she's a bulldog. Yeah. She's tireless. Yes. And uh, the shop was very near me. Okay. And I was looking around for a kitchen. Mm -hmm. And um, someone had said to me to go speak to the kitchen that was actually next door to her, which is Meals on a Mission, which is a great mm -hmm. program providing food and meals to um, um, people in need. Yeah, it's yeah. a charitable yes. organization. Yes. Someone had directed me to go speak with them. Maybe they had some kitchen space to, mm -hmm. to share with me. Correct. While I was there, they couldn't accommodate me, but they said, go next door and talk to, uh, go talk to Lori. She's got a bake shop. Maybe she can. Okay. And, and that's how I met her. And she couldn't afford any space. She, she was wildly busy from, from yes. when, I, when I met her then. But we had kept in contact and she would call me every once in a while yes. for another pair of hands in the kitchen. And then uh, uh, eventually I, I came to work for her more often than just, mm -hmm. you know, when she needed another pair of hands. So I was working with her for a while. And like I said, very, very generous person, very, uh, very hardworking. I learned a lot from her. Oh, yes. Um, Marketing business-wise and also in, in the, the realm of she, production. I, I believe she's, uh, she's all over. She mm -hmm. wants to cover every mm -hmm. spot of social media, yeah. every spot of you know, events, mm -hmm. everything. You have to show yourself. If mm -hmm. you don't show up in events, how people are going to know you? Exactly. So it's so important. And so she, she was really um, super kind and generous, mm -hmm. and I really learned a lot working with her and it felt good to be back in production and doing mm -hmm. be back in pastry again and that's when so she's also uh, inspired you at, to, well that was it become, you know independent you know, to open your own business that was yeah. it yes be, you know because i went to work for her for a while
while. And I remember having a conversation with her saying, it feels good to be productive again. It feels good to be doing this again. Mm -hmm. And then I finally kind of got the, the idea. All right, let me, let me see if I can find another kitchen. And I yes. did, I put the words out to friends of mine mm -hmm. and a good friend of mine uh, from college yes. happened to let me know about a kitchen that was available. And I went through all the legal procedures as far as yes. the establishment that owned the kitchen. Yes, you didn't open your home, so this time. No, because, yeah. <laughs> because that's, can't do that. Yes. So um, when I saw the opportunity and I pursued it and I discussed it with friends and family and everybody, everybody said it was a no brainer that I yes. should simply, why are you even thinking about this? Go and do mm -hmm. it. But for me, it was a little bit more than the financial aspect. It yes. was really um, spiritually. I didn't know if I had it in me anymore to start <laughs> to start up again. Yes, 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 yes. Because the loss of my business at that, you know, took a toll. Here, it yeah. took a tremendous toll. And yes. then you know, you you doubt yourself. Yes, Can yes, I do yes. this? Are you, you know? still but, uh, deep inside? Was calling your page. Let's do it. Well, you know what? My family said that. Yeah. I didn't say that. Okay. It was, okay. You know what? At the time, but, yes. and then I decided to do it. And I'm glad, I'm glad that I did. I'm glad okay. that I did. So, so that, you know, and that brings, and, uh, brings me here. What do you think yourself in your goal in five or 10 years? Where do you want to be? I know you want to be in Miami. <laughs> I, know, I, know I know that. I know that. I know I had initially said, right, the, yes. uh, the beach in Mykonos. Yeah. All right. Um, that would be nice. No. But it's twofold. Mm -hmm. and, and this is really the truth. I, of course, I want the business to grow. And I, I think a retail space is definitely on the horizon. Brick and mortar retail spot. Mm -hmm. In addition to doing the private catering to off-premise. Mm -hmm. um, I want to, I want the, the brand, I want to solidify the look and the feel of the brand, Devilish and Divine. Okay. And I'm working towards that, and I feel that, I feel that that's on the right path. Um, I want there to be a specific uh, expectation of service and quality to my so product, uh, and I want that to be Not only the look, a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. Taste. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everybody's looking for right. that. I, and I want, and I want there to be a specific look, taste, and like I said, service attached to to that name, to my brand. So, building the brand is is definitely a goal, and I would, and I want that to be solidified. But also, like I had. Um, referenced in nearly all of the questions that yes. you had asked, yes. there have been people that I came in contact with that I either worked for and worked alongside of mm -hmm. who were so incredibly generous, patient, kind, knowledgeable, and they were so giving to me I truly want to be able to do that for, for, for somebody else. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I want to be able to, I want, I want to be able to do for others what all of those awesome, like Lori, like Roberto, yes. all of those other executive chefs yes. that I worked with, I want to be able to do that for somebody else. To give Absolutely. opportunity. Yes. I, I really, really want to yes. because they're, 
what those other owners and chefs did for me, whether they know it or not, yes, yes, yes. was invaluable. I, yes. I feel. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I would like, and I, I want to be able to, I want to mm-hmm. be able to do that. Yes, yes. What kind of advice you want to give to the future chefs or pastry chefs? It's just after they finish uh, school. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's just like what I would often say to my art students yes. when I was teaching for so long. I won't say master the basics, but you have to have a very good grasp on the basics, the the, the aspects of the science of baking before you can move on to sort of doing your own thing. It's like with any other art. It's like with being a musician, or being a visual artist, literary. Mm-hmm. You have to get those basics and you have to get those, the basic tenets of the craft yes. under your belt. I'm not saying you have to master, but you have to understand the science behind all of it. Because without that, you're not going to be able to build and grow as a, as a chef, I don't I don't think. Yes, yes. So that would be one of the first. Don't don't try to run before you walk, and and it'll only help you along the way to have a good have a good grasp of basic set of skills under your belt. So important before you can move on. I mean, it is like that with anything else, and that would be number one. Um, and also, be a sponge. Mm, that's so important yeah. and don't have an ego oh my gosh that kills <laughs> people's career yeah. and it kills business it's the truth yeah. ego is a you can have a good ego mm-hmm. positive ego but don't have that bad ego right, right. Ego. It's, you know it's one thing to have a healthy have healthy self confidence because yes. you do have to have confidence in of course. yourself of course yes you do have to walk into a place if you're going on an interview if you're going to go trial in a kitchen have to go in saying, well, look, I have a decent set of skills under my belt. I know how to do this. I know how to do this. I can do this. But now listen, you... very important to listen to somebody who has more experience mm-hmm. and learn. Yeah. A little bit of humbleness yes. in there. Yes. Be a sponge. Ask. Ask a lot of questions. Exactly. Um, Don't be shy. Absolutely. Ask. Yes. That's and, so important. Yeah. And um, um, you just just be just be willing and able to do everything in wherever you're hired. If somebody says, go chop those vegetables, go and do it. If somebody says, go, really? Well, that's how you start. You know? that's, you, that's why you learn your discipline. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, when they get you, they get to know you better mm-hmm. and they give you more opportunities. That's it. You know? They give you... So that's yeah. how you, you can uh, level yourself, yourself you know, higher and higher. Well, Paige, was an honor. It was a pleasure. Oh, this was awesome. You know, you give us such a great you know presentation and uh, idea uh, how hard is oh my and gosh. also how uh, i call uh, inspiring is you know to become somebody oh thank you, know? you. it was a pleasure oh, thank you, you, you really, hopefully really you know we have another have a, a next conversation soon and uh we'll discuss other I call, uh, subjects mm-hmm. you know and talk to you soon oh, thank was, you and by the way also i, I want to Tell you know audience you know where they can find you. Okay. You know your website is. Uh, it's uh, devilish-divine.com. 
And your phone number? Uh, 973-460-5572. And don't hesitate. Call her. Check her website. Oh, and we're if on you Instagram. like something, Instagram, oh, Instagram uh, Twitter, Facebook. And how, uh, how they can find you on Devilish Instagram. Devilish and Divine. Devilish and Divine. Okay, Beautiful. We well, we're going to close our interview. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this uh, podcast. And see you soon. Yeah.